Hey, welcome back to Just One Podcast. It's Justin and my lovely bride, Wendy. We're here to talk about tithing. Um, We've got a couple of different uh, podcasts that we're going to be updating here into our, uh, our podcast platform over the next week, and we're kind of going back and forth, to be honest, like, which one do we want to talk about? And, and we'll get really fired up on one, and then uh, the enemy, I feel like, will attack, and Wendy, you can chime in anytime here, and kind of try to, like, pull us away from another one and, and put up roadblocks, but I think it's so important to recognize in your spirit what is the attack of the enemy. You kind of feel that blocking, and it's 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 somewhat familiar in a way. So um, with that, we're going to forge ahead and just trust in the Lord to communicate um, some very good, um, you know, some, some nuggets, I hope, in what we talk about um, for you to take away. And again, we want this to be a, a ministerial platform where we're in communication. So please email us at justoneministries at gmail.com or, uh, you know, message right here on the platform, uh, if that's something that you'd like to do. So what do we want to, we're going to title this message just when we talk about the tithe. Does that sound good? Sure. All right. All right. So, um, I heard a minister, uh, that I really like to listen to and follow and he and his wife were talking about the tithe and, Wendy and I, this is actually an area that we have we have had a lot of experiences in, um, going from, you know, we Christians, you know, just new, um, new Christians and um, really struggling with the principle, um, struggling in our, our faith, I guess, as new Christians. Um, we had a tax on as small business owners, well, where do you define the 10%. Yeah. You know, we, we kind of, is it after, is it on your gross income or is it on the net that we take away after playing employees? And you hear all sorts of input. And I would just say the greatest takeaway is that God loves you and he wants to communicate to you. So if you'll ask him very yes. simply ask him and he will put it in your spirit where you need to be. Yeah. You got anything That's on good. that? Okay. Um, so, of course, the tithing uh, scripture that, that most of us have always heard is in Malachi. It's Malachi 3, and uh, it's uh, verse 6, chapter six ver- chapter 3, verse 6, and it's under breaking the covenant by withholding tithes. And it says, I, the Lord, do not change. I stop right there because that stood out to me um, in that I think a lot of our confusion was this is an old covenant uh, scripture. And so we're now no longer tied to the old covenant of the law, so to speak. Not that it doesn't apply, but we are not bound by that law covenant. We are actually uh, now under the new covenant of grace because of what Jesus has done for us. Um, but I just find it so interesting that chapter uh, verse 6 says, I, the Lord, do not change. So that just stood out to my spirit as I started reading this. It's like, okay, so yeah, Jesus has, you know, covered us and, and, and basically, um, we are saved by grace. 
However, the tithe uh, principle, I believe, still does apply. Because as I read, read on here, he's saying, You, the descendants of Jacob, are not destroyed. So that you, the descendants of Jacob, are not destroyed ever since the time of your ancestors. You've turned away from my decrees and not kept them. Return to me and I will return to you, says the Lord Almighty. And so they're asking again, how are we to return? Um, you know, we're more, we're mere mortals. How can we rob God? Yet we rob him. And so we ask in the tithes and offerings, if that's how we're, uh, robbing him, and he says very clearly, you are under the curse of the whole nation because you are robbing me. And this really just kind of spoke to me because that minister I was talking about was saying how even though we're under the new covenant, we have to principally realize we still live in a fallen world. So the finished works of Jesus absolutely apply. However, this is a covenant here. This is the Lord says he does not change. And we're under the curse of not uh, bringing in our tithes and our offerings to the storehouse. So basically what that presents to me is that God will break those curses that are tied into. So if I have a dollar and my tithe is 10%, it's not that God needs my 10%. It's that my obedience, the principle of obedience, because God could have said, I want 25%. Not 10%, but the principle is the obedience to follow through with what he's saying so that the other 90%, the curse of this world, will be broken from that 90%. Um, so that just really stood out to me, and, and I think we need to move on because there's so much I want to allow Wendy to, to talk about this too as far as even some of our past experiences, um, some of the experiences that we've had that really came up against us um, in talking about percentage-based giving, um, actually, I'll kind of start us out. We, we had a, uh, a business deal where something went completely wrong. In some of our podcasts, we talk about um, how a gentleman threatened to kill us through a business ordeal. There's no other way to put it. We went through an ugly court battle, and um, and basically, when it came down to it, he ended up passing away like he threatened he said he had nothing to lose so he might he could take us out was the threat and because he he was terminally ill well ultimately he ends up passing away and we would have never thought that after that threat that he could enforce um a working agreement that we had especially now that he was he was um deceased so uh long of the short is his estate was able to enforce that agreement and we ended up having a wage garnishment and that garnishment was 25% of our income. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but boy, we looked at that and we panicked and, 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 you know, tithing is a choice. Uh, it's, it's wise, I think to obviously do, uh, you know, operate in obedience to what God's asking you to do, but this was no choice. All right. It was a straight 25%. And, and the way we found out of, about it, I think, was actually we just saw our pay. Well, our no. pay came in. We got a notice, but we didn't know how it was going to all... Well, our attorney actually told us that they were going to garnish all of our wages. Yeah. So we were 
panicked about that, but then we found out that they can't legally do that, so it was 25%. So that was that was a, a big surprise, a big hit. and uh, We had to make a lot of adjustments, yep. but we, we got through it. God helped us through it. When I look back, I don't know how... Yeah, I mean, this was over a 600, this was over, I'm sorry, a six-figure amount that was to be garnished. And I just remember in the beginning and even through it, there was no clarity. Talk about faith. It really just, we just had to rest in our relationship with God to get through it because there was no... But we were still giving in that too. Yeah. We knew we had to be obedient. Yeah, I... I just, I guess I really like to put forth the perspective of tithing is not for God, so to speak. It is an obedience principle, but ultimately it's for you. Right. It's, it's really for you. And I just want to speak very clearly, supernaturally. I believe that the spirit is speaking. There is a supernatural blessing that takes place. When you are obedient on that first 10%, that tithe, you've now blessed the remaining 90%. And it's your choice. All of the kingdom is about choices. But like you were saying, it's for us. So when you, I feel like when you do that 10%, though, it's it also helps you get your finances in order. Mm, like, so have good. you ever heard of the 10, 10, 80 rule? Yeah. Give 10, save 10, and then you have the rest. So it's like... It sets you up for yeah. That's for true. Financial freedom, like you're not because that's not the world. The world is saying charge it. Is the opposite. They yeah. have like spending first, you know, and then maybe if there's anything left, you know, try to save. But yeah. it just doesn't work. So it's it puts you in a mindset of doing it the right way, staying out of debt, you know, because you're. You're staying in line with that, with that guideline. Yeah, that's good. Any, uh, anything further on this that you'd like to add for this communication about tithing? Um, I mean, I think we've been blessed that we're, that we're able to be able to work on this together as a marriage, you know, as a couple. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's important because we've had times where we've both been praying on it and ironically we've actually when we've come together, you've said, I feel like God's telling me to tie this amount. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, me too. And so we've come together on it. So good. Cause it could be really challenging when couples don't agree on it or agree on amount or yeah. if it's causing conflict in the marriage. And, and that brings up a couple of, we're going to go a little bit longer this time because that brings up a couple of points. You know, as you're saying that we had one point where we were seeking the Lord, like how much do we give again? And it was about, you know, is it on our gross, this and that, blah, blah. And the Holy Spirit just told me straight up, just gave me a number. And it was a bold number. And it was well over 10%. No matter how you looked at it, on on gross or net, whatever, the Holy Spirit just answered me clearly with a dollar amount. And at that time, that was amazing. I was like, oh, Wendy's going to think I've lost it (laughs) when I tell her this. And y'all, if you've had this happen and you're both following the Lord, as soon as I told my wife, she was like, oh, that sounds great. That's good. It was nearly the opposite (laughs) expectation that I had, which is just such a blessing. It's such a bold blessing. And, um, you know, we were able to be obedient in that 
in that time. I also had, um, and and my point in telling these stories is to always, one principle, you've got the gift of the Holy Spirit in you. Let the Holy Spirit answer you. It's his power and his work. So let him yes. answer you. And he knows what's amount. best for you and what you need. Yes. He will yes. give you the amount. And it allows you to get, you know, genuinely uh, flourish in that relationship, that mm-hmm. trust. Um, and it furthers your faith and your believing uh, as well. Uh, I remember a point where the Holy Spirit basically spoke to me and and, and pressed me in my giving that I was to give anonymously for a season. Mm. And uh, it really revealed a lot to me because uh, I'll just say that at this point, the the church that I was involved with, actually I had been on the board at that church and the basically my giving becoming anonymous, basically uh, the Lord showed me to give a money order without my name and to just put love in the memo and give it as a gift obediently. And I did that consistently, but I will just say that I was not asked back to the board of that church as a member because in the meetings there, it was, it was, uh, you know, specific that if you're a board member, you're expected to be a giver. And, you know, basically if you're not leading in this and, and that so was they just, a, that it was you they didn't know it was me. Yeah. And so I just, I, I, I think that that gave me good open eyes too, though, to see the purpose and, um, even maybe draw some lines between God's kingdom and, uh, man's, I guess, yeah. the, the, what, what, what we tend to, um, uh, get carried away with, um, here in representing his kingdom, uh, as people. So, uh, a few different experiences, but ultimately, even in that case, it's about my intimate relationship with God and my obedience to him. Um, and I find that, you know, uh, I grew and, and was even blessed further because, uh, it was time for us to move out and step out and do some things that we're doing now. And had we just, uh, landed, you know, at that time, we probably would have, um, limited some of what God really wants to do with us. So, yeah, just one more quick thing too, when you were saying that, um, you know, that's, that's really the bottom line is to ask Jesus. That's why God sent Jesus so that we have that intimate relationship with him Hmm. because it wasn't really working (laughs) back in the old Testament. There were all these rules in place, but people weren't connecting with God. It was just rules. So I feel like Jesus coming, it's like a whole big picture. The whole Bible is one big picture. So Jesus coming, he wants to have that relationship with us. But in turn, we're going to do those things from the Old Testament because we love Jesus. And, yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So it's basically, I love this statement from another pastor that I heard, that grace is not necessarily freedom from the law. It's a higher standard of the law. So when you're really genuinely living out your relationship and receiving the covenants of what Jesus has done for us, grace is a higher standard of the law. It actually encompasses the law, but you're walking in the grace and and what Jesus did for you. And so you are naturally in obedience. You're not in your own power or works doing this. It's your relationship that that is not limited to the natural, but supernatural that allows you to fulfill 
uh, a lot of the requirements of law of the law, but not necessarily, you know, you can still receive the mercy where you fall short, short because of what Jesus did. Um, and I'll just say one last thing that's on my heart and, and we'll leave it. This is almost a double. So I hope y'all are, are getting some nuggets out of this. Um, I really pray this blesses, um, because there is, there is a, a lot here. And I would just say that Holy Spirit's really put it on my heart that, um, the tithes principle is more of a principle of obedience. And it is based in that, uh, relationship with God, that trust, trust and obedience and even perseverance, you know, uh, it's something that you make part of your lifestyle as a whole. And so in that, I just feel like the Holy Spirit's really speaking to my spirit and saying, we can't believe for supernatural health. And we can't believe, you know, that there's supernatural applications and then say, well, the tithe, you know, that he doesn't, that there's not a supernatural, um, uh, presentation or application in the tithe as well. And so I, I do say that if you're a believer and you're saying, I believe for supernatural healing, let's say, but yet you don't believe that giving your first fruits, the first at least 10% to back to God can't supernaturally break the curse against your 90%. That's a supernatural presentation of the kingdom for you. And I just, I just encourage you that again, that, that, um, that first verse of Malachi was basically telling us that, uh, he is the Lord Almighty and, and basically he does not change. So that application is, is through and through, uh, in the supernatural. So, well, Wendy, anything else? No. Okay. Well. We love y'all, of course. Most importantly, God Almighty loves you. And uh, again, I pray that you've been blessed by this message. Please communicate with us. Um, you know, it just helps us to, uh, you know, get some fellowship. I think that's what we're looking for and, and maybe some topics that y'all would like to hear us talk about. But um, y'all be blessed. <laughs>